mind-blowing that so many people yeah. what's going on everybody welcome to the slide through we got alicia and um, corey up. in the building what's up guys what's up, what's up? oh you're wearing, wearing my yeah she's wearing, wearing my dipped dipped magic baby my you chakra got, collection this you're is, dipped right now stella i'm dipped she stays dipped. dipped how'd you become so dipped <laughs> I from me purchased <laughs> from you? a sweatshirt from Alicia's yeah. Dipped Magic. I used to always get girls uh, those dipped chocolates from Edible Arrangements. That was like my swag back in the day. That's Deep all roses. I used That was <laughs> like, sure. you know, like if I can eat it and it's chocolate and pretty. They would uh, receive them anonymously. They're like, who is this from? And then you I'd go even on put like, your name IG. on it. I'm like, huh? You wouldn't even put your name on it? No, no, I would. I would. I'm just being being funny right now. That's all. Oh. Yeah. I bet you that sounds good to you right now, huh, Alicia? It absolutely does. Yeah. Those are two of my favorite things. Chocolate and fruit. Like pineapple. Um, oh, definitely yeah. sweets. I definitely have a sweet tooth, but I've just been, I actually just ordered like $90 worth of fruit. So oh, wow. literally, I've been craving <laughs> sugar, but I'm trying to like not eat so much just shit. So but yeah, your baby's gonna love fruit when when uh, yeah, I hope he's born. I don't know. Could... I don't know that that's true because I craved fruit like crazy when I was pregnant with Abby, and she literally there's only like two fruits she'll eat. Really, my kids are pretty. Our kids are weird. Though. Don't eat like, anything. I mean, like, like, they like they're particular. Like they will eat vegetables, but then I'll offer my kids cake or ice cream sometimes, and they're just like, nah, uh-uh. I don't it's get it. Like, they're not normal kids. And I have he's a major cool sweet tooth. <laughs> my daughter will eat a stick of kale or like a handful of raw spinach or cauliflower, but she will not eat strawberries. She will not eat like pineapple. Nothing. That's like, what I'm saying. I, I don't understand particular. it. They're so weird. She likes yeah, kale. She loves kale, dude. Just like off the, just like you go break it off the fucking bush and like she'll yeah. just eat it like that. She just loves that. Shit. Yeah, kale's you not my. She does that for all her kids. She even uh, has like the the actual catnip tree so that her cat can go and just nibble off the tree. Don't you? Yeah, <laughs> I did. You're like yeah. an organic grower <laughs> of all things. I lived in Eugene, Oregon for seven years. Right, I went full hippie up there. <laughs> She became well, a straight cool. up hippie out there. Yeah. Hey man, so I was listening to the podcast, Tell It Like It Is. Shout out to that podcast. <laughs> that was Thank pretty you. cool. I, I was like, yeah, hold on, hold on. we get a little applause going. <laughs> By the way, like I'm like the, the sound master. She's the talent of the podcast, and I'm just kind of like the, the sound effects guy or whatever, right? You, you just press the buttons. Yeah, I just press buttons. I get a little like trigger. Sounds like a good job. <laughs> I like the sound. all the work, and I'm just, I just show up and show my feet. You're the pretty face and feet. (laughs) The foot star, the foot star. Mm -hmm. Hey, yeah, so I I really enjoyed how you guys just kind of let it all out and and, um, you just don't hold back at all. And it seems like that's kind of the direction of the podcast, would you say? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of the direction of our lives, really. I mean, Mm -hmm. pretty blunt, pretty straightforward for the most part. That's pretty like cool. It, yeah. uh-huh. it, it it almost in a way like seems like um, it's like super therapeutic for you both as well. Yeah, I like it. And it's just easier. It's so much easier to not have to like think about filtering through things and just being mm-hmm. able to be an open book and talk about things openly. And I don't know, people want to know stuff. So I'm just like, cool. And we just talk about it. Yeah, for sure. I was cracking up when, when Corey, he had mentioned uh, something about how um, guys have to go through an actual physical body change before before um, intercourse or whatever. And you were like, I was like, oh. you were like excuse me? And he's like, no, no, no. I mean, like, guys, like, we have to get boners or whatnot. I, was <laughs> I didn't understand what he was saying at first. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. That's true. Because you guys can't really fake it. No, no, we. That uh, sucks. It either works or it <laughs> doesn't. going to be stressful. And there's, there's nothing worse than like uh, just having like a a long night of uh, drinking whiskey or whatever and then you you come home and you're with your your significant other and she's just like what did I do yeah you're like it's not you it's not you (laughs) right yeah 
it's yeah. even it's even worse when you have the whiskey dick and you ain't had any whiskey <laughs> <laughs> Real talk, that's man. that's worse that's, that's true a lot worse. That's worse. <laughs> just a yeah. long day <laughs> that's, a bit, that's a bit frustrating but i guess it's okay when you've been together for 20 years, <laughs> yeah it know. happens We're like no it's not tonight all right we'll try again tomorrow good night wait Roll so over. you guys you guys are in san diego right yeah yeah conveniently for you Corey, you know, um, the Cialis uh, Pharmacia is right across the border. (laughs) People are going to think you have a problem now. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, no. (laughs) I'm pregnant for the third time. There's no problem. Uh, (laughs) I'm currently Uh, knocked up. (laughs) Thank you so much, by the way, for like pushing through and being prego and everything like that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. She's a trooper. She's a motherfucking professional. I honestly, I just like, I do like to work. So did you say she learns from me? (laughs) She learns how to be a trooper from you. I I don't know. I think I'm the one who has to keep up with her, man. She's a, she's a workhorse. I don't know. I like, I like working. I've always been that way. Well, even like tonight, you say that you weren't like really um, feeling all that well. And you're like, man, we gotta, we gotta get this podcast done. Yeah. I mean, I also know what it's like on the other end too, like in your guys' position, you know, if you have something set up, you promote it and stuff and to, you rely on the other people to show up too. So sometimes yeah. you got to come in easily and it's okay. Just work with yeah, it. See, I was working on the postponed sign for the fire I posted. You were no. working on a postponed sign? Yeah. Was yeah. It's our bad though, man, because like usually we we um knock out a whole bunch of like the guest episodes and we got so tied up and doing all the, the live bank. streams and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that you guys were doing that. I've never I don't I were new totally new to like the podcast world, so I didn't even know that people did podcasts live on uh, I didn't on know YouTube. it either. Just kind of well, cool. <laughs> just kind of cool. did it and it went well so we're like all right let's keep doing we do it. this again and they're like yeah we're like okay we'll do it again and then we just like we're like fuck it because it's actually a lot easier because now when we do live streams he doesn't have to like edit yeah so it's completely raw like if we fuck up we fuck yeah. up there. like that <laughs> we're not cutting that out you know what i mean like it is what it is but yeah. it does make his life a hell of a lot easier when mm-hmm. we do the live stream because he does the the editing like yeah that came at like the perfect time too yeah, i know see, right at the perfect like combo <laughs> hey so Corey, um so i understand you you coach muay thai yes yeah that's super uh, main, cool. mainly for beginners like i don't mm-hmm. i don't try to teach people to actually compete or fight yet but probably work my way up to that at some point i like to compete myself but yeah, i'm fun. down to uh let some people throw some some hands and some elbows and some knees at me man that's super cool man that's a that's a great sport right there i i've i've tr- tried muay thai a few times like i mean you know just at super beginner level and um you know i've I got my ass kicked a few times or whatever, you know, trying Muay Thai, but man, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, because you throw all the kicks and I guess elbows too, right? Or elbows, yeah. is that an Every, illegal thing? No, elbows are good. That's why it's fun. It's called the art of eight limbs. So yeah. You I'm tackle like, it. man, like that's gotta be way better than like having like any other skill, like in the real world, like being that, like having like the, the skill to like kick somebody if they're approaching you at a, at a fast pace, like those those just like those quick like oh hell yeah like 300 kick uh that they do you know what i'm talking about like sparta kick, yeah. kick or whatever. yeah it's called a teep in muay thai i uh just i just recently like two weekends ago i went to uh rosarito for a muay thai um fight actually and I, I like so i was just going to support and watch it it like just so happened that they uh, needed somebody to to do sound or whatever so just like as of recent i've been getting like really into muay thai and the thing that fascinates me the most about muay thai is like the level of respect it seems different it doesn't seem like um as like like you don't do the shit talking as much in muay thai there's more of like a like almost like you bow to each other first before you even go into the ring yeah yeah and even in the fights there's very little taunting you know you see that in like boxing and mma but it's all about respect but I think that part of that has to do with the fact that it's like the most violent sport. So, you know, you might get what you ask for if you start taunting somebody in the <laughs> ring or start disrespecting them. But yeah, definitely. Uh, it's it's more like the martial arts, like true martial art, you know? Yeah, I think it also respect. takes a different type of person. Like it's a different breed of athletes, I think. Because I have, I don't compete or anything like that, but I've mm-hmm. obviously followed, followed along with him and we lived in Thailand for a little bit. So I've been very involved in the community and, and I've seen it. And it's just crazy how much respect people do really have for you. 
Mm-hmm. And it's a very taxing sport very taxing like it just beats that you up like a good workout it totally like, is and that's what i do it. like eight years ago and that shit's yeah. a fucking workout like yeah yeah, yeah. You ever if you ever get in there and do some sparring like after one round you're just like winded <laughs> like oh my gosh i can't yeah. believe i gotta do this for another two or three rounds or whatever and then mm-hmm. and then those guys they go you know and like the professional muay thai fighters they go like five rounds mm-hmm. dude that's like good five minutes yeah, I actually just came back from sparring like an hour ago. That's why we almost <laughs> we almost pushed this to 30 because I was like, I need to give him a little time, but he came back and he's good. So yeah. It's my yeah. first time getting in there for about three months though, because I uh pretty sure I tore my labrum in my shoulder. So Oh no. But I just had to do it, man. I've been missing it. It's like Didn't uh you just have like surgery recently on your shoulder? Okay. Yeah, on my left one. Oh my god, so this <laughs> is the other one. Yeah. Fuck, Corey. You're always injured. It's, You're always it's, injured. That's it's a high impact sport, man. It's it's brutal. He's ruptured know? an eardrum. Like there have been so many, one of our buddies just had a fight and he broke his leg in the fight. Like it's like, yeah, it's pretty brutal. And then the training itself is brutal too. So it's like, you don't want to go as hard because you don't want to like hurt yourself and not be able to fight. Right. But at the same time, like it's a bunch of men, <laughs> like they, it's hard for them to like take it easy on each other too. What was but living yeah. in Thailand like? It was awesome. It was yeah. cool. I was pregnant. It was then, a different too. experience than we expected. <laughs> she, was, she was like, Corey, you know, man, you got to <laughs> keep your hands off once in a while, bud. Was, I've been pregnant for two and a half years of my life so far. <laughs> it's too fun, man. I like um, having babies. <laughs> <laughs> and they're so fucking cute. I don't know if you've ever seen our kids, but they're really cute. So. They're really cute. Yeah. No, nah, Thailand was sick, man, except for it was, it was a little bit different than expected because one, we had a three-year-old boy. And she got pregnant like mm-hmm. two weeks before we, mm-hmm. we found out she was pregnant two weeks before our plane flight to Thailand. So we actually almost canceled it because of that. Cause everybody's like trying to scare us with the Zika virus stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But our, even our doctors was like, Hey, I mean, if you guys are careful yeah. and they weighed the, the pros and cons, yeah. like, if you want to risk it, we think it's, you know, she basically supported me. So I was like, that's all I needed. And yeah. <laughs> then we were like, okay. all right, let's do it. So it was like different. Like if you go out there, like, you know, two adults, or even a like one adult and like a teen kid or something it's pretty cool because you can cruise around on the mopeds and whatnot but it was a little different having a pregnant wife and a young boy but at one point we did have five of us on one moped wow. <laughs> my, my niece came out there well five if you count right the baby in her belly there's four of us on it and yeah she was pregnant so and that's totally normal you'll see people just like piled oh, up they're like ovens and stuff on their mopeds like they'll carry the crazy wow. stuff on their mopeds. i don't know how they do it <laughs> i got skills over there yeah it's a cool culture though yeah, man, I, man, I definitely got to go to Thailand sometime. I want to go ride one of those elephants. Don't they do that there? You can like ride elephants. Yeah. Yeah, they have. They have. Where can you ride the ones in the sanctuaries? No, because no. there's there's also like a lot of like hum, like laws with riding the the elephants because it's obviously not like the nicest thing to do. Um, so they do have like sanctuaries where you can go and bathe the elephants and stuff, but they yeah, do have. A- well, you can, I didn't do it. I, I wasn't feeling well that day, coincidentally. I gave an elephant a shower. Yeah, he oh, bathed wow. the elephant. I got staph infection from him, but it was cool. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> oh, shit. I, 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 I had a little really, cut man. on my chest. And, I forgot and we about went that. And, and uh, me and Sasha, my niece, we went and bathed the elephants. And then I ended up getting staph infection from it. Oh, but it was worth it. It's always something. I swear. I swear. So, are always you, are, the most. Are you at all worried about, um, so you say in Thailand, like it was a, like around the time of the Zika virus or whatever, are you at all worried or is it like different being prego during the, the whole Rona stuff going on right now or is it kind of, no, it, it hasn't really impacted me at all. I got pregnant in November. So, or I found out I was pregnant. I got pregnant in October. Um, and so all of it was already happening, but yeah, I, I've just never really been afraid of it. I just kind of do my thing and I'm a generally very healthy person, um, but yeah, it hasn't affected me at all. Up until like literally last night, I have been in perfect health. I just, I think I have a cold right now, but yeah. I will say it is a little sketchy, like knowing that if one of us tests positive when the baby's being born, really that it's going to kind of screw things up. Cause I, well, before she you. even got pregnant, like her friend was pregnant and they were talking about how like they'll separate the parents from the kids if, if you test positive. And I thought like, wow, what a shitty time to get pregnant, you know? And then yeah. a couple mm-hmm. weeks later, there we go. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That, I mean, that is something to consider. I think if it's still the case, you do have to test and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm due in July. Hopefully it'll die down a little bit. It's starting but to, I feel like. I think so too. Yeah. They're being more lenient. Like he hasn't been able to come to any of the ultrasound appointments or any of that stuff, but 
again, it's our third baby. It's not yeah. really, I'm it's like, funny I don't really how care. that happens. Like, like, I, don't, I had like, so many more pictures of Abby than Gavin. I get lower and lower. Like, <laughs> like, I don't even write his, I never wrote his stuff down. I'm like, shit. Okay. No, I don't, I don't, I don't do <laughs> like, like every like once a bad in a while. Mom. <laughs> yeah. You look back, you're like, man, I don't really have as much. I don't, good thing well, I'm not scrapbooking because <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. They like think she's the favorite. It's not really true. I just had more time. Yeah, you were my first one. (laughs) Brand new. (laughs) Yeah, well, you definitely got to have a a a great support system during during a time like this. I bet. And uh, I just want to point out that you are on record saying that Corey is the perfect husband. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) He's so he's so humble. No, I always tell people that. I won't ever claim to be I think he's, perfect. So strong I mean, word. he's not like <laughs> nobody's fucking perfect, but he's definitely sets the bar pretty high. Perfect for you. Yeah, exactly. Yes. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, he's her. perfect for me for sure. Right. So, so 12, 12 years of marriage, right? No, we've been together for 12 years. Okay. Been together for 12 years. All right. So I've been married to my wife now for, oh shit, hold on. Oh yes, all right. Seven You're about years, to get in right? Trouble, Jimmy. You better get this shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, like, so, like, there was something that you were talking about on the podcast, and and you could tell, like, I listened to the podcast for sure. <laughs> and um, on the podcast, I was uh, listening, and I'm, and I'm like, there's so many things to relate with um, during during that podcast, and I think probably because I'm a married dude, and one of the things that really stood out to me was when you guys were talking about how, like, just kind of going through the years together and everything, like, you kind of discover love the more the years go by, and that, like, really resonated with me, because I even tell my wife this, like, this is still something she'd probably kick my ass for saying, but I feel like I, like, started loving her more that the years progressed, right? Because I don't think that you really actually know somebody until so many years have, have went by. And I don't know, that's something that resonated with me um, on you guys' podcast. Awesome. Yeah, no, I think it's for sure true. I was just talking to her yesterday, I think about how, like, I was just thinking the other day, how happy I am that we're kind of past those like first three or four years when you're in a relationship and like you, yeah, you like, or you love the person, but you're not quite sure if like you fully 100% trust them or like, you know what I'm saying? Like you never really know what's going to happen in the future when you're with somebody. Yeah, it's still fairly new. You can get cheated on, stuff like that can happen. But I feel like we're at a point right now to where none of that stuff, like we don't have to worry about that stuff anymore. For us, it's, you know, it's got to be something catastrophic that ever gets in the way. And it's, it's kind of like a relief, not having that unknown with your partner. Like, it's hey, just this person going to cheat on me? Sure. Is this, you know, do I have a reason to be insecure when they go out with other guys or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, we don't really give each other reasons to think that, but it's, you know, the, the infancy years of a, a relationship are, they're fun, but they're also like, you got to build a lot of trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so kind of a relief, you know? Yeah. The I'll longer we're it. together too. That's how I feel. Like the longer I'm with him, the more secure I'm feeling, the more, I just feel like I earned everything I have with him. So like, I, I obviously talk about him very openly and how much I respect him as a father, as a husband and my best friend. But it's like the longer we're together, the more and more, it just like makes me feel like there's absolutely nothing that could come in in between us because we just continue to progress together. And we really have grown together. Like a a decade with somebody is a really long time. And Especially because he was, I took his whole twenties. Like I started dating him, and he wasn't even twenty-one yet. So he would drive mm-hmm. me to the bar, you know. Like, oh yeah, it's, it's just like a little bit younger than. Yeah, him, right? yeah. yeah. A few years. Yeah, three years, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. What I remember guy. listening to that episode of your guys's um, podcast where you were talking about how, like, because obviously you guys are really public with like your struggles and the, you know, the things that you went through, you know, in your twenties. But then I remember you saying specifically that, that you feel like he's the, like his, the, who he is now, like mm-hmm. you put in that time and work with him and like you earned like mm-hmm. who he is now. Yeah. And that's why I don't feel like it's, I don't ever feel threatened by anybody because I know that they wouldn't, you couldn't even feel my shoes if you tried because of all the stuff that I've had to be with, like all the stuff that I've had to grow through with him and vice versa you know I think that mm-hmm. it's just we've been together for so long someone would get lost in the sauce if they tried to come into the situation it just well, isn't and everything that you guys have built 
Like, yeah. there's nobody who could, like, anybody who tried to come in would feel insecure because yeah. they didn't build that. They didn't, yeah. they didn't know then. Like, I think when you get to a certain point, too, it's like, what? Like, it's almost inconvenient to go mm-hmm. and cheat or like step out. You're yeah, like, like, I'm not going to start this over. Like, I just spent all this time and all this blood, sweat, and tears to, to really, like, are you fucking serious? Like, no, like, yeah. it's not worth yeah. it at that point. Yeah, definitely. And I think it honestly helps us too. Like, I don't think people hit on us as much as like other married people get hit on us. I'm ugly because nobody hits on me. I was like, what the fuck? We don't, I think it's because, you know, we set that, there's there's boundaries, precedence uh, in our relate. People know, you know, how how we respect each other and how we feel Mm -hmm. about each other. And dudes just don't hit on her unless like she posts a, they're always really respectful. And you get these weirdos who have, Oh, yeah. fetish with pregnant chicks but i mean other than that people don't you, <laughs> you know to make a prego shake you're gonna get some of that you know <laughs> but for the most part people are very respectful and when they're talking to him they'll always include me or vice versa you know so people are pretty much they know that we're together and and that's that's that so that's how they address us which is kind of weird because it's a lot of times strangers on the internet that they don't have any respect know. they don't give a fuck yeah yeah, yeah. so otherwise everyone's pretty respectful we That's like good. to do what we call, or I don't know if we're do, we don't do it. We don't uh, blur the lines in our mm. relationship. Like when I'm talking to a girl, like a, a client or anybody, you know, I just, I keep it professional. Like mm-hmm. there's zero, I, I, even though I'm se- secure with like my uh, discipline and my, um, you know, ability to not succumb to temptations, I don't even want it invited. Like, I don't even want the idea of that happening when, mm-hmm. you know, she's not around. So mm-hmm. I don't, no, you know, I don't give anybody, signals. never, right. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like never, even I, I talked about in the podcast, like I don't go up to girls that I haven't seen in a while and hug them. Like I'll give them a little fist bump, you know? And <laughs> I mean, if they come up and give me a hug, cool, whatever. But it's just something that I'm like, I don't need to be hugging chicks. And it's, what's weird about that too, is like, we both kind of have done that but we never like discussed it or made it a thing. Like we were never like, Hey, don't hug people. Or it just kind of naturally out of respect for each other. We just did it. So it, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Cause I'm the same way. I don't just like go up and hug men or like ever, ever respond. If someone even tried to flirt with me or whatever, they would feel stupid. Cause they'd look really, I would look confused. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is, it would just be very awkward, but never did we sit down and be like, okay, these are the ground rules. We just kind of like evolved into these boundaries that kind of set and then we just followed suit mm-hmm. so it's it's pretty cool and we're not like super prudes where hugging is cheating or anything crazy like that i'm happens. just saying like, yeah, like big deal, you know but... stella said it, it it could potentially send mixed signals you know i'm yeah. not knocking any people who hug each other and stuff i just i don't feel desire to hug because i don't know it's my body touching somebody else's body I, I have self-control, but I just don't want to invite anything into oh, my life. Oh, my feet are making know. a cameo, and I'm not even <laughs> oh. trying. <laughs> they are. They love the souls, too, girl. Oh, my God. I'm going to. No, you I'm going to have to suck these. You didn't want people these. in your DMs. You're about to Somebody, get them. Somebody's going to um put a time that was on so, that very moment right Let there. me know if you get any requests, because once I get a pedicure, we might be able to talk. But no, it's so funny. What, I didn't mean to do that. What do you, what do you, what do you think about the whole... um? the whole foot thing is like just you know like how big it actually is it's crazy didn't know how big it is I knew that there was like if there was like a foot fetish community I mean there's something for everybody out there mm-hmm. and I've heard of it you know but I didn't know it was like as big as it literally is. stumbled I, upon it <laughs> that's yeah. what I know that's kind of what I, I picked up from what we were talking about because it's funny like it's just such a funny thing it's like you want me to send you a picture of my foot <laughs> that's wild it's like a really that's like wild. just try to so wild like and I, i've never in my life have been like oh i have nice feet you know what i mean yeah. like i think my feet are fucking like disgusting well i think all feet are that. I, I, i've never been a fan of anybody's feet yeah there are feet that i think look are more visually appealing than my mm-hmm. own and it's wild to me that so many people are like goddess like let me bow down like to my feet and I'm just like this is like wild to me they don't like it when I talk shit about my own feet though so I wonder what so they you get think. feedback like yeah, they like oh yeah they're like don't talk about your feet like that goddess they're perfect <laughs> your souls are perfect. I'm not kidding it's yeah. actually really funny <laughs> how did you stumble oh. across that like how did so, you learn that 
what had happened was last year, like when we had first started the podcast, um, I was telling Jimmy about a story of like how one day I took a picture. I was like two pictures, but I don't remember which one. There's, um, I had a garden because I was doing my hippie shit in Oregon and I had like a fat ass cucumber, like, and I put, I took a picture of my foot next to it for like reference. A comparison. Yeah. And some guy from Dubai messaged me asking me if he could send me money for pictures of my feet regularly. (laughs) And I, at the time it was, this was like 2014. Wow. Long time ago. And I didn't know that that was a thing. I had no fucking clue, just completely oblivious, naive to that whole world. And, um, and I had a boyfriend at the time. So like being asked that made me feel uncomfortable. So I was like telling him this story. And I was like, I thought it was weird that someone that I didn't know would ask me that, you know? Yeah. And then somebody from, uh, we, we named this clip foot fetish talk. And it was one of those keywords on YouTube that brought foot fetish people to the video. And they got really mad, a couple of them, because they thought I was saying that foot, people who have a foot fetish are weird mm-hmm. versus like that situation felt weird to me, which is yeah. And so then we started trolling him and Jimmy and I did the foot cam where we did his feet and my feet and were pissed. <laughs> they were pissed. I didn't want to see his feet. His feet like <laughs> Neapolitan ice cream because he had the tan line. His ankle, like, his leg they was dark. Bad. They were his like elephant were white, feet. And then the elephant Never feet. again. <laughs> they were so pissed. And then um, the next four episodes were like, might be a foot fetish pod. You have to watch the find not out. a foot fetish pod. You know, just like fucking with him. Yeah. And then we stopped because we're like, this guy's like literally started coming for me, like in my normal Instagram in our side friends, Instagram, I didn't have a foot Instagram yet at that point. And he was just like, literally like aggressive, like fucking just crazy. And so we blocked him and stopped. But then like, you know, we, we, a video, we decided to do a foot cam video just to fuck around to see if anybody is out there still mad. And we actually got a lot of positive feedback. So we just kind of kept going with it. And it brought, you know, it brought attention to the channel and things like that. And it was kind of funny. So we're like, you know what? Nobody else is doing this. Literally nobody else is doing this. I can't believe nobody else is doing this yet. Like, fuck it. Should we trailblaze? Should we be tell it like it is foot fetish? So do these people like (laughs) care what you have to say or are they just there to watch the foot? Like, are they um, listening to little bit what do you guys talk about when you have your foot on there? There's both. So yeah. I think they, th- a lot of them have said, like, if you go to all the comments of the videos, like, the feet brought me here, but the conversation keeps me here. Okay. And that, like, that's all I care about. Like, the people who are just, like, putting me on mute and jerking off to my feet, like, I don't fucking care. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like thanks for the it, view, but bye. Get your rocks <laughs> off, bro. Yeah, like, get your yeah. rocks off. I don't care. But it, mm-hmm. the fact that people, like, the last live we did i ended up turning the foot cam off and like and people stayed they were like there listening to combo like and then we have our friday episodes people show up for those i mean not as many as the foot fetish but like people show up for them which you know that's all i care about because to me it's first and foremost a podcast like it's not even about foot fetishes i just have a foot cam so yeah i don't know whatever that's cool though i think that's the biggest misconception too and yeah and they're like so what is your role then guy like, yeah. <laughs> like, I still like don't know. i'm just here <laughs> i don't really I'm just know here. Do the cool effects. <laughs> like, uh, oh my god i'm here to block, <laughs> just here to block yeah, pretty people. much i've done that a few times actually like I've, I've oh yeah we, we we heard that yeah we were watching one of your lives right it was a live i think it was pre-recorded i think it was recorded though like it was after you guys shared a, a live that was recorded yeah I don't okay. think we were actually watching you guys live. Right? No, it yeah, was, it like it was after the fact, but yeah. you were, somebody was like in the comments and you're you like, like all right, hold up, this guy needs to go and like you blocked him or <laughs> Did something. Did we post that, Stella? Or maybe it was live. Yeah, I don't no, think no, it was no. live. It was a live episode, but it, because it automatically like records it, it and uploads it, like as we're talking, they can't see all the comments that we see. Yeah. Um, We can, it's you in the video. Like that guy's out of pocket. Okay, he's in timeout. That's it. Like you're done. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. 
And it's yeah. the same guy, I think. Really? A couple of times he's come in and like starts demanding shit. And we're like, and then people get in the comments actually <laughs> like starts demanding shit. Yeah. Well, I like I feel sometimes like I'm um like a little clown and like they're like, do this. Do this. Do this. I'm yeah. like, fuck you. Like if you want me to do tricks for you, you better fucking start paying me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, ain't shit free. We but, we should probably like do my feet instead of yours one day and like <laughs> to see what happens if they, if they think it's you probably know really pissed them off oh yeah <laughs> oh, we get so many dislikes your fucking feet at all no fuck you guy but the people in the comments will start defending me too they'll be like get the fuck out of here like, yeah i'm like oh thanks guys. it's because you're building a community so even if yeah. it's it's about feet or whatever it started about feet at the end of the day you're building a community so yeah people will stick around if if they feel that you're worth it you guys yeah. Well, you guys might uh, maybe we should tap into the Prego uh, fetish community. Oh my gosh, me and Stella were talking about it. She's like, there's Corey's definitely like, no, something. Bad idea. No, but I was like, I was like, I'm sure I could do something. I can make mad money. And she's yeah, like, there's definitely sure. people out there. There's the Prego fetish. There's the foot fetish. Maybe there's Prego foot fetish. Like they might like double time in toes. Like get your we, that's honey, wild honey. That is, we were, i'm so t- there's i don't have energy for that shit how do pregnant women do it i don't know we were talking about this uh this thing the other day uh the choking fetish like how mm-hmm. a lot of people have a, a fetish with getting choked and like almost passing out that's one <laughs> that's i never understand that well, too violent. That, that one, I mean, to honestly, he's to me, like, that I makes like. No, 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 no. <laughs> All right. You guys ever been choked out? <laughs> you love can't it. say nothing. No, um, it's kind of scary. But I mean, at honestly. least like, it is. I don't know. Right? I, I'm like, am I gonna die? At least there's some sort of physical sensation, though, right? Like, what's looking at a foot do for someone? Yeah, like, yeah. And like, what do they do when they see the foot in real life? Right. You know, that's just yeah. I don't, when the chicks sandals uh, walking down the street. No, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is a is that like seeing a nude chick to them? They I think so. Me if people, if I catch people staring at my feet, which I never really have, and I hope not, because I'd be like, what the? F-? I'd like hide my toes if that happened. Yeah. Like, they like foot jobs are a thing. Didn't okay. know that until recently. Like, I was like, okay, that's cool. Oh, and a lot of them um, like the smell of feet. Like that turns them on. Like they they're asking me to feet. mail them my socks. I mailed somebody my old shoes. <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> I guess there's you know what? whatever whatever makes people happy. If it's harmless, you're not hurting anybody. Right, I'm not like, hurting anybody. It's not porn. You know what I mean? Think? Like I don't fucking care. <laughs> Do you have tattoos on your feet? No. Yeah, my both my feet have tattoos. I'd be a dead giveaway. They might like that though. Well, I mean, who knows? There's pro- Corey, are you like cool very- with the smell of uh Alicia's feet? Uh the smell of her feet? Yeah, they don't. Really <laughs> She's like, Although, okay, she don't wear socks. I don't, like though, so, so, I don't wear socks. Like sometimes they don't always. I, I really don't. They don't always smell, smell but sometimes she'll pull off like some Vans or something without socks on. And it, no, I'm human. <laughs> I'm gonna lie about that. Like no, but I hate. And, and I she teaches our kids socks. to too. Like, our I kids don't, don't wear socks now. But I, I don't put socks on my kids. It's a it's a thing in our household. It drives him insane. But yeah, Cruz's feet. Yeah, our kids' feet stink. <laughs> Nobody wants to smell his feet. Um, well, it, it, yeah it might actually be a thing with your family and, it, it, and then with the muay thai you guys don't wear anything on your feet Shoes. during the training right no See? which i love yeah Shin guards. What about that barefoot life yeah my stuff that's, is that's really stinky. san diego of you guys Peter <laughs> stinky cory no like when i train the shin guards and the stuff oh, i wear yeah, from yeah. That, that, style, that, like, that's got like a rancid smell <laughs> oh it's bad but it's weird because like that smell like makes me happy <laughs> like it <you> know, <laughs> smells like, like it reminds me of being in there and, and swinging gloves at people swinging fists at people your it's own fun. scent and cory says fights solve problems it solve problems oh no that's yeah, I was listening thing. to you guys' podcast and you're talking about the last time you've been in a fight. Mm-hmm. And I commented on the on your post. I thought you guys were talking about the, the podcast that I was listening to. And you, I guess it was the wrong post. He commented the wrong thing on the uh, wrong. Yeah, he, I was like, what the hell? I was like, we did talk about that, but last you guys night. Just, yeah, you guys talking about street yeah. fights. <laughs> well, because uh, Jimmy, you brought it up because we we're like, too many, now people just bring guns. They don't even fight anymore. Like, yeah. Like, people, like back in our days, you swung your hair up real quick, you pulled out your hoops, and you. <laughs> When at it. your business yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah fighting. it's a it's a lost art people <laughs> maybe maybe it's because 
everybody's like so aware that a lot of people train MMA now or, um, you know, whatever, jujitsu, Muay Thai, whatever they're into boxing or whatever. And they're like, you know what, I'm not going to get my ass kicked on camera because a lot of times people are pulling out cameras and stuff like that now. So they're like, you know, fuck this and pull out this gun and everyone's going to run. But I mean, it's it's definitely very bitch made. Yeah, like I, I wish more people took up, you know, Muay Thai and different things like that so that they would have the confidence to handle it um and you the know, discipline pan- to not sometimes yeah and, and that too that too and then also know when to stop like you don't want to like you know off somebody or whatever you know like like if you guys could like have like a fair fight and then when one person obviously loses then you know that's it and i love it when i see that shake hands and you, you're done yeah yeah, yeah but i think like half half the people have the mentality of like there's no rule there's no fair in a street fight you know like anything goes you know, it's, street fighting more. is scary man like when you're in yeah. school it's not that bad you can go behind the you know the back gate and and, and throw down but like now fights are scary because yeah you don't know who's trained in what mm-hmm. and who has the you know, I, like my dad right. used to get you know pull over with people all the time on the freeway when i was a, a baby apparently mm-hmm. he like come on with black eyes and stuff got hit in the face of maglite once oh and, wow uh, i mean that's pretty bad but nowadays somebody you know when we lived in hawaii there was like a there, there was three big freeways and mm. if one of those got backed up you were like you were fucked like you weren't going anywhere and there was the worst traffic it was like 12 hours one day and it was because some dude <sighs> got like there, there was a, a fight on the side of the road in traffic and some guy got out and started stabbing people mm-hmm. like he oh, stabbed man. like Multiple three different cars, parties like people the... came up to help him or help like see what was going on and he would like stab them so it he just, just like went on a stabbing it. spree yeah. and, and then took off but did you guys yeah, hear man. about that uh that colorado guy just yesterday yeah that guy's was it bitch. yesterday they're all bitches like two days ago yeah, yeah. i'm just like man like if you are like that messed up mentally to where you want to go and harm that many people like why can't you just do it to yourself i mean like yeah, not that i'm I, saying like hey off yourself because that's a serious issue that's and, a better that's solution. a yeah <laughs> for sure yeah. that's a personal problem that you're yeah. you're taking people's lives for and those people have families like I don't yeah know. we could just go to the grocery store and somebody who's having a really fucking bad time just come in and take us from our kids you know what i mean like yeah it's crazy yeah wild times situations like that make me feel like everybody should carry but i mean you know obviously everybody's not responsible enough to be carrying so you know there goes that yeah yeah no it's like uh i know that everybody has their opinion on on gun laws and stuff but there's really no right or wrong my my philosophy in life is like hope you're not in the wrong place at the wrong time Mm-hmm. And, and do your best like train carry if you can and just hope you're not in the wrong place at the wrong time because who knows what's going to happen you, you know? can't control it there's just like, too it's, many variables it's a fucked up world yeah it is man it is a messed up Bad. world we need we need more people training muay thai that's what, that's <laughs> what yeah send them my way if you're I'd I like, so like what was show of it it was like that 70s show a long time ago he's like if you're not mad enough to like bare knuckle box then you're not mad like mm-hmm. like that's just fucking bare knuckle box or shut the fuck up and move on with your life like you know, yeah you know they got a new a new um what, what do they call it just like a i guess a new sport in a way like it's actually bare knuckle boxing you've, you've seen it Corey. Like I fight know. club yeah it's bkfc bkfc okay yeah man that's kind of crazy that's gnarly <laughs> those dudes get cut up have you have you watched the fight I've seen a few. Yeah, I, 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 it came to my attention when Pauli Malignaggi went in because yeah. I'm a huge boxing fan. Okay, and that's like what I, I watch more than any of the other fighting sports. Um, and so when he went to it, that's how I, I learned about it. But I seen a few afterwards, and dude, like you said, like it's, it's just a different ball game. It's, mm-hmm. it's like no other. Yeah, they, they get cut big time. Like pretty much every fight turns into a bloody mess. Like they got people it. like that kind of stuff though yeah it's entertaining <laughs> that's what ufc used to be back in the day from what i remember like i mean it still kind of is but i feel like it was a little more along the lines of bare knuckle boxing before right yeah they used to, well when it first came out they had all different kinds of rules like there was one dude who wore one boxing glove like he, he had <laughs> one hand open and one hand with a boxing glove on i don't know what his his philosophy behind that was but some dudes would like wear their um like their karate uniforms or their geese um some you know some dudes will wear pants some dudes will wear fucking i mean you name it man well they would mix the different types of martial yeah, well, arts because that's what it was it was like 
that was before because like nowadays you, you can train mma like you can go to a gym and take an mma class but back in the day it was just like people got invites like, you had like karate, a kickboxer boxer, with yeah. like a karate like, that was like a true mma because <laughs> yeah. like they they fought like muay thai against karate right. now when you train you kind of train a little bit of everything you know mm-hmm. unless you're like just doing one sport specifically yeah. you remember kimbo slice yeah bro those backyard bras were used to be crazy yeah i grew up watching those yeah on youtube Mm-hmm. That's that's isn't that um, where um, Jorge Masvidal kind of got like his start as well? Yeah, I yeah, I, dude. I saw him, I saw Jorge Masvidal fight in Kimbo's backyard fights like years ago. Before I don't UFC may have been around. I don't know if I was watching it that early, but mm-hmm. I, I remember seeing him when he was young. He was like twenty one fighting. He's a young guy. It's wild. I, yeah, it totally yeah. is wild. So Stella, tell us about the single life. <laughs> yeah, you must have fun. I don't know. Sometimes I I don't know. I've never like since I can remember, I can't ever think about I've never pictured my future like married. Really? Is that weird? You manifested it, is what you're saying? Maybe. Maybe I have. <laughs> I always pictured myself with like because fuck since I can remember for like the last like 12 years I wanted like a wolf husky hybrid Mm -hmm. and uh but I told myself I'd never get one until I have like a house you know because I just I don't want to keep it in like an apartment or something because especially those they need to be they need space and when I pictured my future for years now like it's me and like two dogs and my kids are grown up and whether they're in my house or not anymore I don't know but like that's it like that's like like once my cat dies I'm like I'm good and then she's probably gonna be around for another eight years but um it's just me and two dogs I've never like wanted to get married like even when I was in a relationship like that was never a goal of mine I don't know why maybe it's because I was like raised by single women Mm -hmm. I don't know I didn't like have that example but like at this point too, I've been doing it by myself for so long that it would take like someone would have to come in and really like add value or like not inconvenience me for me to be like, okay, like this might work. Yeah. Like, They'd have to really get your attention. Yeah. They they have to like not fuck with my like my flow. You know what I mean? Like yeah. And like, I have two children. So that's another factor who are about to be teenagers. And like, that's like, usually that's not for everybody. So yeah, I get I think, that. I think that's just kind of what happens when you hit your thirties though. Like there's a oh, different yeah. mindset. Like when you're twenties, you want to have fun with someone. Like you want to go drink and you like want to do fun stuff. Mm-hmm. In thirties, you're like focusing on career development and you have a routine. Like that, you know? Yeah. I feel like I've been doing that shit though for such a long time. Like I had my kids when I had my daughter when I was 22 and like two months later, that's when I started college. Mm-hmm. And like, it took me a really long time to get through college, like 10 years because I was a single parent, like working and then raising the kids like by myself. So like I, th- there was times where I'd have to take terms off or semesters off yeah. because I just like would have to not be super poor, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it's a lot of money to like raise the children and, and, and working you know, as much hours as you can while going to school full time. It's like, it's fucking gnarly. Like I did that where I worked, I'd go to school Monday through Friday from like eight to noon. And then I'd go to like, I had different retail jobs and then I'd get the kids home and then I'd go and work at night as a janitor. I'd get off at like three 30 in the morning. I'd get up at six o'clock every day, get ready, get the kids out the door and then go back to school. You know, like mm-hmm. I did that for like three or four years where that was my schedule. Like I hardly slept um but I don't know like so so the the career building and all that shit like that's something I had been fucking doing for a really long time so now I kind of like want somebody to have fun with <laughs> you know what I mean? it's like flipped it's like backwards yeah but I also have fun like by myself so that's fine <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I I can't. Oh, so used to it. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. Like you're so accustomed to that just strong, independent woman kind of life where you don't really, you don't need somebody else. So you're self-sufficient. But Mm -hmm. I imagine if you met the right person, that they wouldn't really fuck up your flow because you'd want them there. Yeah. Well, that's you haven't met that type of person yet. 
someone extraordinary who adds value who has yeah, but you have to leave your house if you want to find somebody actually i guess you don't because nowadays they have apps so i don't I've know i've never what, been on one of like, those i don't I've know what never people do been on a dating app like ever in my life I, neither have i i've That's... never like those didn't exist when i was single right last time i was single they, there was no tinder or no bumble like i don't even know how to log into one of those and like the swipe function like i like, i hear about that stuff hear people talking about swiping yeah. and stuff but i don't even know what it means now they yeah. have them for friendships too so you can like find friends if you want you're definitely getting that. killed if you look go looking for a friend <laughs> on that. That's the other thing. I, yeah, I don't like... need friends <laughs> yeah. i don't need friends i bet <laughs> i uh when me and my wife like first started dating is when they first started app? coming out with all those apps and um I, of course, was curious, and this was a part of our growing curve or whatever, and I got on one of those apps, and somebody she knew saw me on there and was like, uh-huh. isn't this your boyfriend right here? <laughs> and, um, yeah, I learned, a, I learned a lesson. I was like, oh, no, I was just trying to promote my business. That's what I told you. Like, <laughs> trying to promote your dick. <laughs> it was a fucking TikTok that someone just played the other day. And he's like, no, babe. I was like, I was saying where the hoes at as in so I know not where to not go. Like, <laughs> I was laughing so hard. He's like, babe, you're misunderstanding. I said, where the hoes so that I know don't go there. <laughs> And that's kind of that. what that reminds me. I'm like, I was just using it for my business. <laughs> I can't imagine. So I think I Gosh. know too many people like in North County to like, I'd be embarrassed yeah. if somebody I knew saw me on one of those apps. I'd be like, oh, like. I think everybody nowadays is got, <laughs> like, they're kind of used to it. Like, I don't it's, know. It's the norm, I think. Like, yeah. my best friend is always on him. He's always he just sharing. doesn't fuck around. Like, he's in, he has no shame. He's not like, yeah. you know, doing it secretively. He's just like, yeah. you know, it's a fun way to he's meet single. people and hang out. But like he'll meet people that know us. He's like, oh yeah, like they he'll, say he'll they find them on you. Instagram or like they'll see that we're like yeah. mutual followers and stuff. So it's definitely a small world. Yeah, it's so 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 small. Yeah, social media makes it an even smaller world. I know. Sure. Well, I'm just not really out there. I'm not trying to be like out there fucking either. I'm like very like hypochondriac as well. Like, <laughs> you I <are. laughs> I don't want no motherfucking diseases. Like do you. You can keep your HPV and your herpes and your fucking <laughs> HIV. Like, I it's already bad enough that like, <clears throat> if I have a tickle in my throat, I think it's the runa, and I'm not going. <laughs> I've not gone anywhere, you know. Yeah. Or like, I'm like, oh my god, like I don't feel well. Like, it's probably HIV or cancer. Like, <laughs> HIV. Sex in months. What you talking about? Like, how do you have HIV? HIV. Like, it's probably you gotta HIV. be careful, man, because there's a lot of people out there just just fucking any and everybody when i yeah. when i used to drive Uber out here in vegas i uh multiple times like there'd be like like people in my uh front seat like like all right so i'll just tell you the story right quick fuck it uber story time all right so i go and pick up some some guy from the the part of town where it's you know is populated with uh more of the gay community right and this guy gets in my car and he's like how much you make an hour i'm like why would you ask me that? What are you talking about? Like, obviously he's like super drunk or whatever. And he was like, how about I give you this and let me blow you? I'm like, what? Like chill, dude. Oh, like, first of all, no, I don't swing that way. No offense to anybody that does or whatever. But I'm like, like, what the fuck? You don't even know me. Like, what do you, like, what like, if I'm I had to clap? Get home safe. <laughs> like, right? I'm going to get you home. Get out the car. I think for me, me that would be the only reason like that like one of the the perks that I could think of of like marriage is like hopefully you know you're not gonna have a disease (laughs) you know what I mean hopefully it's just that is a comfortable feeling though like Like, you know the anxiety of like when you're dating like oh fuck dude like I know we used a condom but you could still catch these things with a condom like that's like scary to me like I just would rather have one and and stick to that and like that's the part that like i'm down with in relationships like, yeah designated dick you know <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> at least. hopefully yeah yeah Ugh. Ugh. oh I, I know what i wanted to bring up actually um so uh alicia Corey. so on on your podcast you were talking about like like being in the mood to um to do it or whatever uh-huh. and um I was listening to this uh, comedy sketch by Louis C.K. Do you know who Louis C.K. is? Yeah. Right. All right. So <clears throat> I'm definitely not going to be able to like repeat exactly what he said, but it was uh, it was it was super funny because they were talking about like how guys are always in the mood to get it in. Right. 
and how and women sometimes aren't in the mood to get it in. And he was like, I know what it is. He said, because guys, they get to fuck women. And women, they got to fuck guys. And they're like, that's not as fun. And I was like, man, that's so fucking true. Probably. Probably. And he's like, the guys, they just jump on a woman and, you know, they they do what they do. Five seconds later, they're like, like oh. Disneyland. And fucking roll over. And then he said, yeah. and, and they wonder why the women they want to they want to cuddle afterwards because they're thinking in their head like motherfucker I didn't get mine something <laughs> else needs done. to happen right now you know? <laughs> that's so that funny. funny and I and I listened to that um like earlier in the day before I listened to your podcast and it made me think of that story like man that's probably true guys that's get to funny. have sex with women that's way funner that's the fun sex right there <laughs> I agree well, I mean I'm not gay or anything but uh <laughs> I don't I see like, like I how really want like to... we're we're bigger and we're hairy and like a lot of dudes have dad bods and stuff like mm-hmm. women I, I think their body can you know what I'm saying like it's it's got shape way sexier. Uh, yeah like, for sure sexy yeah, yeah. Like, and I'd like I said I know it's because I'm a straight man yeah but right I don't I, I don't know how anybody could look at it I guess yeah teacher yeah I'm with you on that man yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm totally with you I ain't gonna judge you should just yep. say it though, man, because fuck it. Let's get canceled. That's how we know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying I, it's just something I don't think I'll ever understand. <laughs> you have not made it unless you've got canceled. That's what we were okay. Real shit like, though, right? Like, like only people who are do. doing big things get canceled. Like, nobody's right? canceling me. Like no, now we're more funny. people are seeing our shit. We're like, fuck, man. One of these days we're just gonna like I'm just glad canceled. that this this is on record so that if they ever do try to cancel me, I'm gonna be like, I've been wanting this. I, for I wanted I've that been shit. Trying to get canceled. <laughs> Look at the podcast with Alicia and Corey. I want this. <laughs> oh, man, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's so I was like, no. Uh-uh. Very not, awesome, guys. And I don't want this to go anywhere yet. You don't want what to go anywhere? My podcast, bro. No, that's like not like a good thing to say. Like, why would you say that? We, we put only work. positive vibes out there, Stella. You're talking about getting oh. canceled. How the fuck? Well, no, I'm not. So <laughs> Never talk about that. I don't have to get married because I have my work husband right here. I am like, wait, like, I, I kind of clowned you, huh? I was like, oh, so tell us about the single life, Stella. I know. You're such an asshole. There's nothing wrong with being single, though. I know. I enjoy it. Obviously, A lot of I've people single who aren't single, like, they, they live vicariously through those who are still years. single. And then we think to ourselves, like, damn, I'm glad. <laughs> I, actually, I had nothing to say about that right there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the rawness. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh. pretty much what um, it is. So, um, before we, like, you know, dip out, uh, dip out, <laughs> let's talk about no. dip Shameless magic. Plug. Yeah, magic. yeah. Shameless plug. Her, her clothing line, and then Corey, you're still doing personal training, right? Yeah. Are you He's doing, doing like more? Training? Yeah. I am doing online training. Now you have more time Ish. since you're not like running a whole ass gym, like that's yeah. at home. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Imagine how much time consuming that was. Oh yeah, my life has yeah, changed it's... a lot in the last week and a half, two weeks. So. Honestly, it's been well, so good. I know when I told you, you were like, I don't know if I should say congratulations or I'm sorry. Yeah. It's it's like, oh, no, it's I didn't know thing. how you guys felt about it. Yeah. That's why. Because like, like I was listening to your latest episode too, where you're like, I know people can view it as a downgrade, but that, that's not how I saw it when she guys first said that. I was like, yeah. oh my God, that's probably like a huge weight lifted off their fucking shoulders. Like, yeah. like. Well, not only that, like, I, I don't mind the stress and the responsibility of being in that position. Like, I actually liked that. Like, that was why it was hard for me. She wanted me to sell the gym. She's like, sell it, sell it, sell it. And I'm, mm-hmm. I like being like, responsible for people, you know, like, I like when people come to me with problems, and I can help them fix it and whatnot. Um, that wasn't the um, uh, just completely forgot what I was gonna the say. issue. Yeah, the issue wasn't being the leader. It was, um, the stress just no the stress it, of having the facility on oh, our oh okay shoulders. i'm sorry like i remember 30 I was saying. fucking trainers no it was the, the biggest so thing to me was that it was uh self-made the brand like it wasn't our thing because right. it was a franchise so it, we it owned a, a franchise yeah so gym. we were working and i mean I, I ran the gym you know i didn't have that many rules like i was still the boss i still ran the gym and whatnot but it wasn't it wasn't us you know what i'm saying and like exactly. our garage gym wall might be a lot smaller yeah. and 
maybe not as cool as a big gym. It's, it's 100% us. It's like our heart going into it. Um, I don't know. I just, that that was anybody and that too, but it's total freedom. The the, the best. Yeah. The big issue for me was just, I was running somebody else's business in a sense, you know, I was growing their brand. And Mm -hmm. like I said, I don't mind, you know, being the person that people come to, Mm -hmm. but it's gotta be something that's close to my heart, I guess. Yeah. And that took me kind of a while to figure out because, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, she had been telling me like, we need to move on. We need to sell it. And my heart, I thought my heart was in it, but it was more of a, I don't know. I just had to, I had to see it for what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he just, he didn't want to like quit, you know, like yeah. he wanted to, to be able to be like, I really did do everything I could. But for me, it was like, it was just time to move on. Like we've done, we've done what we needed to do. We've learned what we needed to learn. Mm-hmm. It's not a downgrade. It's now it's time for us to slow down a little bit and not be responsible for 30 plus people plus having the overhead that we had and also trying to run other businesses and all of that it's like it was so much and like I mentioned our podcast there's a time and a place for hustle grind you know work until from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to sleep but there's also a time where you want to enjoy the fruits of your labor and have family time and enjoy each other and Mm -hmm you know, we're we're expanding our family and we have interest in other businesses and fitness was at one point our whole life. And it's just not that anymore. Mm -hmm. So I've, I felt that for a while. Plus I have a psychic that I see. She's not a psychic. She's like a light heel. She's a light worker, but she's been telling me for freaking like ever. She's like, the gym's got to go. It's just like a dead weight. It's a dead weight. And so I, I always listen to, I always listen to her. She never steers me wrong. So, you know, can't get mad about it, but I've been telling him like, okay, it's time for us to move on. Like what we've needed to learn there has been done and it's time to, to move on. But it wasn't something where he was going, oh, well, my wife's psychic said that we got to bounce. So it's time for us <laughs> well, to like sell. He's not you know? a quitter, like you said. And and I, I think part of that too is like you, you don't want, I don't like, it's not about caring what people think, but like, if you're telling people not to quit, like, you also want to look like, Hey, I just like gave up on everything. You know what I mean? No. And I I don't feel, I don't, I don't feel like I gave up or I quit. I just, I I wasn't ready to move on, you know, but the thing is, I didn't realize that I, I didn't, it's weird. Cause like, I, I thought my heart was in it. I thought I took a lot of pride in it, but I think the, you know, changing from that and selling the gym and working out of my garage now, showed me a level of pride that I didn't even realize I had like when Mm -hmm. I see all my gym equipment in there and then I see her stuff in there and like I'll be training clients and she'll be organizing her stuff and I'm like dude we're like fully sustainable outside uh from within our garage Mm -hmm. like that that to me is special you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and owning a gym like there was perks I got to network with a lot of people like a lot of people want to know the gym owner like Mm -hmm. not that I care about popularity or anything but it it gave you uh, opportunities to meet cool people Mm -hmm. and like business opportunities and whatnot but other than that, I don't think there was many perks to it. It yeah. was a lot of hard work and it was, you know, for some, some other, somebody else. I, I feel yeah. like if you're going to work that hard. It's got to be for you. Now you're going totally. to be with your kids all the time. Like, dude, you know it's fucking mean? rad, man. Which I mean, yes, it's kind of like, <laughs> fuck man. Like I need no, but it's still good. Bullshit. I like it. I like yeah, it. Well, I you, you get to play. You're like, yeah, he's the, the third like, kid. Fun ones, you know, yeah. like we're like, no, like don't die. Like, stop it. <laughs> You know, be careful like, right but like that's gonna be the shit that they like look back and they're like i like my i was i watched my parents do this i spent a lot of time with my parents mm-hmm. like we had that's what we want you know like yeah. so, like Cruz, he's starting to get to an age where he's like he's gonna remember this shit you know yeah for sure he has so much fun with you guys i'm sure yeah, yeah. Well, and my main thing too is like my dad left when i was two and then he came in and out and then my mom got remarried when I was like nine. Mm-hmm. But um, like I, I personally, I want to get to a point in my life where I don't have to look back on it and be like, fuck, I didn't spend enough time with my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, now I, I, yeah. we get annoyed because we're with them way too damn much. I don't have to yeah, look back. I'd rather have like, that, that problem. problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd rather have that problem where it's like they're driving me nuts because they're always here versus right. I'm always working. And I'm you probably going to be at a job that I fucking hate. So I'm going to look back and be like, I didn't spend time with my kids and I hated my fucking job. And I'm so poor. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean right. so I think that the the life that we're creating I think it's it's good that we've been able to kind of like really bring it in and and be in the now with it and realize like this is what we're going to look back later and be mm-hmm. really ha- uh, thankful that we did even though it is the harder route it is more stressful it's definitely that we always say like we understand why people don't do this shit because it's really hard yeah. on our marriage on our with our kids with their everything it's just like 
it, all the risk is on us but that's also the best part of it because the reward. all the yeah all the yeah. reward is also all of ours so it's I don't know it's fun and it keeps us on our toes that's for sure we're always doing something you Jimmy, you got kids? I do yeah I got one kid how old yeah um she is six and a half so she'll be seven this okay. year right yeah. on that's same but, with uh, Cruz. I gotta I, was... I gotta put another kid in the baby factory though soon got it oh yeah Yeah. it's fun stuff (laughs) i always thought it was easier to have a girl like i our son is wild man and then like i see people with their girls and the girls are just like playing with dolls and stuff and then so when we had our girl like hell yeah we got a girl but she's like man she's not like other girls she's like she's (laughs) she's wild she's like a boy she's like hard charging up her brother well that's yeah that's what i think it is man like yeah yeah. (laughs) i'm the calmest one in my family with the three of them are just like wild animals well my daughter is like easy as fuck that, <laughs> the I best think... way to describe them they're like wild animals that's funny like that but that's opposite for me my my first kid was my daughter who's like the easiest going child literally in the entire fucking world like she's been able to be her own entertainment and she's, yeah she's very like quiet respectful my kids literally never fight and so like that's who my son had as like the person he watched and mimicked yeah so like now they're both just like the chillest people they literally like i said even being home 24 7 because of covid like doing school virtually and everything they have not fought dude like and me it's weird for me because me and my brothers were violent as fuck you know like (laughs) so i'm like fuck when is this gonna show its ugly head like is it gonna show its ugly head like what's gonna happen set up i don't consider a lot of people lucky but that sounds pretty nice. It's it's fucking it blows. She's my waiting mind for it. She's like, it's not like, gonna last forever. Right. I I because I think about it and I'm like, she's a teenager. He's about to be a teenager. Like, when are hormones like they sh- they've shared a room basically their whole life? Like, like they're like this. Yeah. And they don't fight, and it blows my mind. I'm like, who the fuck are you? People? Wait, what sign is your son again? Because I know your daughter's the Cancer, well, right? No, she's an Aries. A- oh. No, she's an Aries moon. She's an Aries with a Cancer moon. There you go. That's and she's a Gemini with an Aquarius moon. Oh, those are all pretty compatible. Yeah. By the way, we're like all four right now. Jimmy's a Taurus. You guys know I'm an Aquarius. Uh-huh. I'm a Cancer. We're like, we got all the elements. All the signs. All the, yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Is that all the, ele- the signs? The el- yeah. yeah. Well, the water, earth, fire. Yeah. Uh, what am yeah. I if I'm a Taurus? Earth. Earth. earth? Yeah. Uh, I've always probably like to like <laughs> yeah. I felt one with the world. bricks in the background. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you probably like to be outdoors and hike, things like that, more naturey. I don't know if that's uh, I uh yeah. I, I need to start hiking some more. <laughs> <laughs> I miss it. Oh my god. Getting a little thick over there. <laughs> I'm getting a little thick. I'm well, gonna, like, sure. I'm we are, but we're maybe he can join that it's almost over for these hoes because yeah Del and i have been working out yeah so I, as soon as this baby's out for these hoes out here. Yeah. and he had sympathy the whole time like my sympathy pregnancy or my my pregnancy this pregnancy out of all three of them he has adopted the sympathy more than any other pregnancy i've seen the stories Corey yeah. what the fuck alicia <laughs> it's bad like i know everything i'm doing is so wrong but i just can't i can't but keep anything about it, it. Yeah. i feel like i have your pregnancy <laughs> maybe it's just like a, a pregnancy slash everyone's like locked inside and the whole covid thing probably doesn't make it That's easier it is, just being we're all just getting a little thick but hopefully this will be the summer we all come back this, I've never not worked out like this yeah. is, like this last year and a half like just since I've moved back down here like just trying to I was trying I was finally getting into my groove like getting yeah. back on my feet again and then COVID hit and I was like are you fucking kidding me dude like I haven't been this heavy since my son was like one yeah that's you a know? lot for a lot of people the gym is for sure a lot of people's outlet for things and when yeah. the, when they got taken away it was like really hard for a lot of people and some people just cannot work out at home. Like if I'm not, like, I'm one of those. It's yeah. Like if you don't, even if you don't have the, or if you don't have equipment, especially, but some people have stuff and they're still like, I just need to like go to a different place mm-hmm. and not be in my home. But Same. my wife just got a, a at home bike, exercise bike, uh-huh. whatever. I'll try to use it. I don't know what it is. It's from Costco though. But 
I tried to use it uh, like a, like a week ago or whatever, and it made my ass numb. It, yeah. yeah, it does. You got to use it. It takes about a week of writing before it doesn't hurt anymore. Like, it's got to push through the pain. How am I going to? And they don't make this? like more comfortable seats. They tried making bike shorts that had butt pads on them or whatever, and like it, nothing worked. So people were like, you just have to push through it. It's like and it's true. Something about this house, like one way or the other, I always like get punched in the balls and then I get an exercise bike and my nuts go numb. I'm like, damn, man, I got a Latino wife. She punches it. me often. And I'm scared. Actually, often. today she was vacuuming and I, and it's on video, by the way, I should probably share this. Like she was vacuuming and I walked behind her and, you know, she's for some reason vacuuming aggressive like this. <laughs> I'm walking behind her and like, she like maneuvers like this and gets behind my nuts. And like, I fall to the ground. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Like, are you okay i'm like no i'm not okay i got it on video actually i should i should share it with uh domestic violence yeah <laughs> bleep twice if you need internet right. well man where could everybody find you guys on uh social media and whatnot definitely on instagram that's where i spend most of my days <laughs> i share a lot on instagram I'm, actually you kind of do too not as much as i do but um instagram and then we have our podcast obviously um and, and then the Corey has it is yeah so it's tell, tell like it, it is tell it like it is or tell it yeah cast what- well see yeah it's different um it's tell it like it is podcast but on instagram it's telecast tell it cast just because it's easier but mm-hmm. i can send it to you guys so you can just put everything in the show notes or something yeah we're gonna put it clickable on the description easy and clickable that way people can find you yeah well thank you guys so much for sliding through the cyphering chronicles podcast Absolutely. Highly appreciate it. Thank you guys. We just vibe out there. We just vibe out for a second. Wait, your, your headphones are going to disappear. All right, guys. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We'll catch you all next episode. Don't go nowhere, Alicia and Corey. Okay. All right. Side, please, slide.